best I can for you But it seems it's not enough And you know I care Even when you're not there Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother, Big VJ, checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about our brother Diddy, right? Our brother Sean Combs, our brother Puff Daddy, our brother Buddy Love. Uh, what else the brother call itself? We already said Diddy. Uh, Puff um, What the sister out of Texas Called the brother She called him Honeycombs I mean Our brother go by A lot of aliases Right And uh, it's an article That we're going to read And we're just going to have A conversation about The Tricks Of the devil Right How about we just do that the article can be found on Bloomberg.com. Like I always do, I'm going to leave the link in the description bar so you can check out the article in its entirety if you choose to do so, right? I want to say maybe like a, um, maybe like a week ago, my little cuz, he sent me a meme. And it talked about how Diddy was uh, losing his empire. Uh, He just lost the Diego deal. Of course, uh, they're not rocking with him over there with Ciroc. And it also looked like he just recently dropped the lawsuit that he had going against Diego, right? Now, let's just say, what, six months ago... No, no, no. It wasn't six months ago. It had to be um, more recent. Whenever this thing started popping off with Diddy, right? Everything started popping off with Diddy and sexual assault and the Cassidy thing. We had a conversation on the podcast. And we didn't want to sound like conspiracy theorists. But we came to the conclusion that You know, beloved, it is very interesting how all of this have came out of the woodwork about our brother after he filed a lawsuit with Diego. After he filed a lawsuit, he was claiming discrimination and he should have made this kind of money. and He didn't. And he used our brother as a poster child. He was a front. He was a straw boss because he is an entertainer. And he doesn't have the background in business. You know, it's just not there. You can hire people around you. But paid labor tends to be just that, paid labor. So, if your lawyer is a hook nose, they're not going to go against the grain for you. And they're going to purposely leave you out of certain deals 
because you do not want to have an original man in the seat of ownership. You do not want the original man in the seat as the majority owner. When you start to have our people sitting in the seat as a majority owner, statistically now, black folks that's owners tend to always hire black people. Always. And they don't want you to control the vertical. They need your influence to market and promote their products. Because everything is about the people, the village, the tribe. So let me use this as an example. Let me use this as an example. When Kanye West, he had his thing with Adidas. They dropped him, right? Kanye only lost out on future dollars, but it was the manufacturing company in Georgia that were making the Yeezy crackers. They lost their job behind it. The factory that were making the Yeezys in Georgia, our people didn't work at that factory. See, that's what I mean when I say the vertical. You control the product from the beginning stages to the end stages. This is why they did not like Mr. Muhammad because he controlled the vertical from the from the farm. It goes to the restaurant. Nobody can do. They can't play with his business. If he is in the restaurant business and Mr. Muhammad was, he had the salon restaurants and the Shabazz restaurants, etc. He only got the restaurant because he owned the farm. He owned the cows. He owned the chickens. So he owned the fish. He had to deal with the you know so. Then he, anything he's selling is coming out of the ground. He owned the farmland. So being that he controlled his own vertical, the cracker couldn't come up to him and change the prices on the cheese, change the prices on the beef, you know, change the prices of the chicken. He, they, he owned it already. They want to be inside of your vertical because they can control your business. If you don't control it from the beginning to the end, they can, they can, can you in business with them. If you got a restaurant and you own something and they're in the line, you have to go and, and pick up whatever product from this marketplace. You got to buy from them and then resell it at your, then yeah, you got a black business, but they are in your vertical. The minute you want to control the whole vertical from the beginning to the end, they don't want that. Something about you as a people, they don't want you to do that. Because they know you being the people of the earth, you're going to excel faster than them. So to keep your attention off the earth, they give you religion. (laughs) It's pretty much that simple, but maybe that is, beloved, a different story for a different day. Shout out to the great state of Mississippi, right? Before we read this article, I want to give a shout out and a salute to the great state of Mississippi, right? Down in Biloxi, me and the wife had a great weekend. Um, We went down there to the boat and checked out our brother, Dion Cole, 
who got on stage and the brother killed it, man. I mean, um, you know, it, it's very hard to catch a show because the the weather, beloved, it's it's a. Uh, um, I mean, it's winter. You know what I'm saying? But the weather is just it's brutal. So you got to do what you got to do to stay warm. If you got to get out of the state for a little while. You know, I got a partner that just went down to Miami. If you got to just move around a little bit, <laughs> you got to do, you got to do what you got to do to get out of that cold, that bleeding cold, that freezing cold weather. It is, we are original people of the planet. This is not our thing and it's not ideal. Nevertheless, though, we checked out our brother Dion Cole, who was scheduled to perform up until 9 30 because you know when you rent those rooms out at these casinos it just ain't like no kick it kind of you just have to it's kind of real structured you know you come in you have to do your set you have to get out of there because anything extra you have to pay that's how the casino is set up when you perform there well our brother was scheduled to close out the show by 9 30 and the brother stayed on stage killing it now until 10 45 which I know how that works which meaning he paid out of pocket to do that he could have just ended the show and left he didn't because he had a show at Tennessee and uh, we wouldn't mind catching him in Tennessee but it was so cold he couldn't perform there so he came all the way down to the boat to Biloxi and we came on down and uh, we had a great time man he did his thing and so salute to our our brother from Chicago Dionco who did an amazing job on stage and um, to our people, man, we got to stay warm. This is a very, very, very cold winter, it looks like. So if you got to move around a little bit, do that. You know, uh, my old bird always encouraged me to move to Nevada. She said, you just hate. I don't know what it is about you, baby. You hate this cold weather. You need to go to Nevada. You need to go to New Mexico somewhere. <laughs> you need to go somewhere where it's hot all the time. And beloved, I mean, that is definitely something to consider, right? Today's conversation is brought to you by the good folks over at Unpopular Truth versus Popular Opinion. Like I said, I got sent that sent that meme, man. I looked at that meme. I said, damn, my brother's just, I mean, they keep us in the front. Um... Again, I don't want to always play the role of a conspiracy theorist. It is a common theme you're going to always see with black entertainers, right? Their influence, their energy, their attracting power is always used to promote crackers products, period. The minute that you want to use your influence, your swag, your energy, your attracting power to shine the light on your brand, something always happens when you are not allowed to do that, right? Um, you are competing with brands with folks that make the brands that are so deep into rituals that part of their lifestyle is having you as an original man and or woman 
use your gift and your talents to build up their empire aka their heaven on earth right we have a deliverer though and being that our deliverer is not on the planet in order for he or she to get here they have to come through the portal of an original man and your enemy knows that he knows that you have the power to produce a messiah to end his kingdom so he put things in place to make sure that the woman that is pregnant with child never produced a child they're going to always allow you to somehow some way abort the future messiah and they're going to do the same to our brothers and this is what the penitentiary is called to keep you locked up so long that by the time you get out you're blowing dust You're blowing a seed in which the count is so low that you can't produce a child. Because it is a fear that you can produce children that will end their kingdom. Let's take a look at Ben this week. The headline reads, The Downfall of Diddy Inc. And it says, After months in court, Sean Combs withdrew his racially charged lawsuit against Diego. All right, let's stop. Let's kind of cook on that just a little bit. Um, everything in this world is about relationships. We know that, right? Um, relationships have it so that you can get a job that you're not even qualified for just because you have a relationship with a certain person. So Big Mama always told us, she said, it's not what you know. Mama said, it's who you know. Because she's seen how our open enemy operates. She had to kind of have a relationship with this guy. Because he kind of moves on relate. They're not paying all of that money. We're talking about crackers. They're not paying all of that money to send their children to Harvard and Yale and Stanford because they got a curriculum that's going to teach them something different than you will learn at Tuskegee or Alabama State or FAMU. They're sending their children there because they can build relationships with the future leaders of America. It's not, you know, it's not a coincidence that the quote unquote first black president came from Harvard. He had a certain level of relationships that he could do things with. Not financial. Business. All right. To sue a company like Diego, they have the power to hire private eyes. They have the power to hire people to tear you down while you are trying to tear them down. See, this is big bank versus little bank. That's what we call it in the hood. Big bank take little bank. You worth one billion, so they say. Okay. 
Diego is worth how much? And you're trying to sue them? With who? Through the judicial system? That ain't gonna work. But I tell you what. They can pay folks to come out and accuse you of something that is very close to your character that you have no choice but to fold. So you fold. Pookie them at a local level could have never did that. When our sister Cassidy came out, you know, there was a lot of other women that wanted to come out, but they feared Diddy. But when our sister Cassidy came out, it was different. It was like she had no fear. Well, who was backing her? You know how many times regular folk try to go down there to the courthouse and file something to get somebody that's powerful and that shit just never it never it never just seemed to work and all of a sudden the right person to file the right paperwork at the right place and then it conveniently be at the right time to tear your shit down so I'm gonna talk about a different kind of branding of black entertainers later right a look inside the battle reveals the failed attempt of a fading hip-hop mogul who's been buffeted by charges of sexual assault to salvage a crumbling business empire. Uh, I just want to read the first paragraph. I want to go down to, it's a key part I want to point out, and we're going to cook on that, right? We're just going to get to it. We're going to work our way down, we're going to get to it. Even before four women accused him of sexual assault, we're talking about Diddy, Sean Diddy Combs was having a bad year. He'd been on the verge of hatching, listen now, the largest black-owned cannabis company in the world. Let's stop. How many of us do that? Before the four women came out to accuse him of sexual assault, Diddy was on the verge of hatching the largest black-owned cannabis company in the world. How many of us knew that? Now, if you go back to the archives, this is just a few months ago, and you ain't got to go way back. We talked about Diddy was going to launch... Um, it wasn't like... Um, he, he was putting together a website, and it wasn't like uh, buyblack.com. You know what I'm saying? That's the... That's the website I'll be on. I'll be on that motherfucker almost too much. But buyblack.com is like a website. It's almost like eBay. And that's where I get my shit from. I just go on buyblack.com. You put a couple things in the shopping cart. They send the shit to you. He wanted to, we talking about Diddy. He wanted to put together like a, a black business kind of website in which you can kind of go on there and all of the products and all of the vend everybody everybody the creatives everything was going to have original people on one space to share their products so i guess i can almost say it was going to be like buyblack.com but bigger like bigger more massive and it can come off the ground easier because the relationship that did he have with the hip-hop community it could come off the i noticed that he was pushing to pop that off first and then everything came out on dude i had no idea not that I'm a weed smoker. Not that I'm for weed and marijuana. I think marijuana is a powerful plant. I just personally think that you change out 
uh, you kind of change up the cellular structure of anything when you put the shit on fire. I think the powerful properties that's in marijuana, our people, we lose out on them because we don't ingest it through just orally. We smoking shit. We putting the motherfucker on fire. We doing some other shit. That's just us. Uh, it is what it is. But I had no idea that he had other this this in the works. Now, after they shitting on Buddy, there's always some ownership thing that you had cooking in the back that now you can't you can't bring it out no more. You can't accomplish it because they put this on your name. Same thing with our our, our brother uh, Elder, I should say, Doctor William Cosby. He's he's cooking up some shit. He's gonna get NBC, and then boom. They bring out some shit from the 60s and the 70s on this man. Conveniently now, all of a sudden when he's trying to make a power move, they don't want niggas to make moves at that level because the devil is not for that. Black is a brand. Being a nigga is a brand in America. That's a brand. They created the association and the classification I should say of black and nigga it's a brand and that brand must operate at the it's got to be at the bottom the devil made black culture you didn't make black culture you had a whole you had a love culture everything about you was love and rhythm and all this old kind of thing and not not when he got around he fixed it where he created a whole new different black and nigga culture where you goddamn you can't speak properly and you it's it's cool to goddamn not go to school it's cool to goddamn dress funny and dress weird and it's cool to do anything that's associated with deviation it's cool it's cool to goddamn fuck bitches raw and it's cool to fuck the bitches raw and impregnate them and don't marry them this is cool this is black culture it's cool to call your woman a bitch every other word this is cool this is black culture. It's it's cool for you to disrespect somebody that look like you with the same pigmentation. This is cool. This is black culture. It's cool to go into a black owned business and say, man, I know you want $80 for this motherfucker, but how about I give you 50? How about I give you 40? It's cool for me to kind of talk you down on your shit. And then when I go buy Crackers products, I overpay for the Gucci. I overpay for the Fendi. I overpay for the Louis. And then I brag about overpaying to crackers. But then when I come to you, I'm finna talk your ass down and get a deal. This is black culture. This brand has been, been created. And then once they create it and package it, man, they sell this shit around the world. It's cool for black women to be on TV goddamn throwing drinks on each other. Goddamn, every fucking show you look at these... These queens is goddamn reduced to bitches that throw shit on each other all day. It's cool to do that. That's black culture. He, talking Diddy, been on the verge of hatching the largest black-owned cannabis company in the world, promising he'd help black people who've been disproportionately criminalized by harsh drug laws. But by July... The $185 million deal to acquire the operations of two large weed companies in several states have fallen through. All right, check this out. Uh, if you go back to November 2022, it's an article on Essence Magazine. I just might put that link in the description bar too. You know what I think I, I think I will. 
uh, there's a sister named Jasmine Brownlee. She updated an article in which it talks about how Combs did he. He was going to purchase uh, licensed marijuana operations in three states. He's going to put up some, put some bread together, put about 185 million dollars together, and he was going to buy these uh, these licensed marijuana operations from Cresco Labs and Columbia Care Inc. Well, which is uh, the two largest cannabis companies in the country, right? Now, here's where it get tricky, right? Here's where it finna get tricky. Diddy wanted to own the entire process. He didn't want a partner. That's that shit that Shaq is doing. Shaq got 600 businesses. <laughs> I, just, I don't know if the brother got 600, but he got like four, 500 goddamn businesses, right? Probably in reality, like 200 businesses. And every fucking single partner he got in all 200 is crackers. All of them. How could that be? Damn, nigga, you got two hundred businesses and all of them. Every single last one of them you going have and have with a devil on the other side of them. They like it like that. They can control you. You ain't gonna, nigga. You ain't gonna never get out of line. But Diddy wanted something very, very different. He wanted to own the entire process. Listen, he wanted to go from growing. And manufacturing to marketing to retail and wholesale distribution. No. The brand of black, the brand of nigger, and the hells of North America and the territory that we call United States is not allowed to do that. You could you could promote, you can market, you know, we can go and business together, it can be 70-30. Hell, it could be 60, 40 their way. And going back to that 70, 30, that's their way. But we'll never, we'll never let a nigga be the majority stakeholder in nothing. Because you're an entertainer. You're an original man. And we're going to give you 5% ownership and put your ass out in the front, Jay-Z. Like you got them on... The whole kid in Kaboot. How many of us knew the brother was trying to get in the weed business? We didn't know that. It kind of changes up things a little bit. Damn, it just so con- this is convenient now that you just four women come out on you. We're gonna talk about branding with entertainers. We're gonna a little bit later. We're gonna have that conversation as well. But by July. The $185 million deal to acquire the operations of two large weed companies in several states had fallen through. Around the same time, he explored making an offer for Paramount Global's BET, the first black-owned cable network, as part of what a confidant told Variety was his strategy to build a black-owned global media powerhouse. Let's stop. Did we know that? Who did they put in the front of the deal? Tyler Perry. Diddy was part of the deal. Who runs uh, Comcast? Who runs Comcast? The Hook Nose run Comcast. That's Brian Roberts. A Hook Nose small hat named Brian L. Roberts. Is running the show over at Comcast, right? Now let's talk about Viacom CBS. 
This is the house that was built by Summer Redstone. We know that. We talked about that already. Um, how many of us can remember Nick Cannon? What is it? A couple of years ago, maybe 36 months now. If not long, I don't know, man. Time go by pretty fast. You know, Nick was having an issue with uh, Redstone's daughter about the Wild and Out show. He thought he owned the brand, right? And he goes to, he he's poking his chest out. He sat down with, um, what is our brother's name? Was it Griff? He sat down with Professor Griff out of New York City and they were talking that talk. And he said he can talk just talk. He had the paperwork, right? Just notice the current theme. Our people talk a talk because they feel like their paperwork is in, in such a position that they can do it. He thought he had that billion dollar show wilding out and he didn't have it. It was Redstone's daughter that was like giving him that funny work. As a young folks say that nasty work. And then he had to come back and he had to apologize and he had to yeah, 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 yeah. It's a current thing. That's the thing. You think you own some shit, Kanye? I got paperwork in this and paperwork in that. You know, Adidas, Adidas can't drop me. I'm this. And shit, they got that paperwork. You in the brand of black, nigga. They can drop, and they dropped them. Oh, you in the brand of black. We don't let y'all niggas talk like that. That's the brand that we created. You can't get out of the pocket. You gonna stay right here in this apartheid system in America. Here, the entire media is small head on, beloved. With ABC under Disney's major shareholders, Robert Iger, Alan Braveman. We just talked about CBS being underneath, uh, you know, that is the house that Summer Redstone built. You know, he's born. Murray Rothstein, but you know how those those hook knows they change their names and shit to kind of blend in with everybody else, right? Um, NBC is still under Brian Roberts, if I'm not mistaken. That's the the Comcast guy, right? That's the Comcast guy. Think about that. NBC under Comcast, Brian Roberts. They don't want our people to own nothing. You can't control the media. They're stacking Tubi with nigga movies. You know why? Because statistically, black and brown people watch more fucking television than any other ethnicity in the country. So if you want to get your the eyeballs on something, all you got to do is have a website with a bunch of nigga movies on there. And all the niggas show up to watch the movies. I ain't tripping. I watch Tubi. I ain't gonna front. I got a partner, D. Brown. That's man. He's a director. He's independent. Can't be mad. They give him a shot. He put his films up there. Cannot be mad. They get a brother a shot. He they put their films on there. But there's some other shit up there. Just some. It's not really written well. It just some bang bang shoot 'em up stripper. Goddamn king of the streets. You know this old kind of. But it's getting our attention, our eyeballs, and then they can sell more for advertising. We're gonna make them rich if we ain't already did it. Uh, the guy that owns Amazon owns Tubi. It's a media war. The guy that owns Amazon, right? Jeff. Jeff owns. He's kind of slick with it. 
he has like an Amazon Prime that he has like this kind of movies and films that he put on it, right? Amazon Prime. Then he owned Tubi, and he put these kind of films on there. You know what I'm saying? And this is this shit is free over here. And then he has a Tubi that's one step up that you have to pay for. And then he just did a deal. We talking about Jeff at Amazon Prime where he swallowed up boxing. Um, he swallowed up PBC boxing. So I'm like, damn, he's just. But how they get rich is black folks. They keep original people on the tube. We're going to watch original people. We're going to support. We're going to support Tank Davis, our brother Abdul, who changed his name, who just became Muslim. We're going to support that brother. We're going to watch his fights. You know what I'm saying? We're going to watch Terrence Crawford. We're going to watch Earl Spence. We're going to support. We're going to watch. We're going to watch black filmmakers. And then they take our. So once they take our eyeballs, because we're watching, 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 we're consuming this content. They can sell because so many people of our people, they can sell advertising at the highest, at the highest rate. But they keep it to a, a, a position that the creatives don't make no fucking money. They're robbing you at YouTube. The small hats, they run YouTube. Leah Corn run the music. And then there's a, a, a hook-nosed female that run the whole operation in itself. Who the fuck makes out, out of a million views? What they give you like seven, seven bands? Seven fucking thousand dollars for one million views? Get the fuck out. That's the goddamn hook nose financial plan right there. For, for every one million views, you make seven thousand fucking dollars. Man, if I if I just had some time and pull up a calculator and do some pocket watching shit, they got uh, our brother Shannon Sharp, who just got cat on that cat, probably got about 50 million views on that motherfucker so far. They just giving you 7,000. Are you serious? And they advertising, 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 advertising. Now, here's the deal. If a black man, original man, on the network outright, all of our eyeballs is going to be on the network. Now, they selling advertising at a high level. But statistically, the original man, he, a high, he always hire original people. They can't let that happen. You want to own the vertical? They can't let that happen, bro. Beloved, they're not going to let you own that vertical. We'll continue. In August, however, Paramount pulled the network off the market before reportedly considering a sale to a management group a few months later for almost $2 billion. BET is not worth that. It's not worth that. It's too digital. It's not worth that. It's not worth that. Um, following the month, Combs just dropped. No, no, no. We stopped with that. We stopped with that because they finna throw him under the bus about him making bullshit albums and all that. We know Puff been making bullshit albums for about 15 years. We ain't going to. You know, it's just what it is. He just, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll stop it there. We'll stop it there. Let's talk about the branding of black real quick, right? This is why discipline is so important when you are the original man and you're living in shaitan. And beloved, we have talked about this before, right? The branding of black with black entertainers 
the hustle that the hook knows do is that he always put an entertainer at the highest level yet he connect you with something that is very improper um the reason why he associates you with something improper is because whenever he wants to tear you down he already has the card ready to do so it's already there he doesn't really have to try hard to tear your shit up because he lets you brand yourself a certain way and once you do it it's easier just to goddamn okay snoop dogg is branded as as the weed man right he's branded as the weed man okay he smokes weed he got weed everywhere he goes um the importance of that is that when they want to put snoop dogg in jail they can because he's a weed man so if we looked up on the television right and we seen on the bottom ticker snoop dogg just got arrested he had 200 pounds in his private jet we're going to believe it why are we going to believe it because he associated himself with marijuana that's strategic michael jordan is associated with gambling that's strategic you know what i'm saying if something happened to our brother mike tomorrow they can say oh you know he has some gambling debts over here he owns these powerful people over there you do the same thing to charles barkley oh he's a gambler they they associate you with some improper shit on purpose jay-z is an ex-drug dealer the man probably ain't been on the block in 30 years but that's gonna they're gonna keep that near and dear to his name look everybody around him they're ex-dope boys if something ever pop off we can put him in a it's easy to he is we we married him up him and jeezy and gucci and a million other rappers we we married them up already with the, the drug dealer image and yeah, that's for them. That's for an IOU tab. Something gets shaky in the future. We can pull that IOU and say, "Look, nigga, you owe us a favor." Because if you don't give us a favor that we're looking for, we could put this brick in your fucking car, or we put this brick in your mama car, or we put this brick this brick in your nephew or niece's car, or your children's car, and we can make it stick. Because see, this is your image that you already have. How they are taking our brothers down these days is through their dick. They wanted a dick hustle to remove you now. Kevin Hart got a problem with his dick. He keep getting caught fucking with chicks. He got a problem. Diddy had a problem with his dick. Jamie Foxx got a problem with his dick. All the lover boy R&B stars, the Chris Browns, the Trey Songs, this quote unquote ladies man. S.A., which is short for sexual assault, a case is pending whenever they get ready to get rid of you. They took down Diddy with his dick. Man, you was doing this, you and it, pimping your girl out, man, you flying over. He settled quick. Then another shorty came out. We just read the article at Bloomberg. It's Ford. Damn, I didn't know it was Ford. They're lining up. Somebody just came out against Jamie. Oh man, Jamie did something back in 2015. God damn, you got a good memory. Shit, I couldn't remember shit I did in 2015. Now, I will say if somebody violated you, yeah, you can remember. But you think Jamie can remember? He just got off a goddamn his deathbed a year ago. 
he can't. You know, I'd be surprised if the man can remember anything for real. But shit, they gonna remember when that lawsuit hit the table. He better remember because you played the ladies' man. Whoever fucked with LeBron James coached him up all to a whole nother. LeBron don't have no tag on him. Everybody else, when you get to it, they put a tag on you. They connect you with some improper shit that they can always pull out the woodwork and say, hey, this is this motherfucker. You've been chasing your dick so long. Think TMZ can't come out and say, man, they called a man in the car. Man, he was doing some improper activities with another man. He's damn, man. You know, he was out. We thought he was a player, man. He was this name, man. He had some underage girls in the. That's how I know Charlemagne sold his soul. Damn, nigga, you was doing some improper shit with a 15 year old. You still out? I don't watch the Breakfast Club, no way. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, like, damn, nigga, you got out of that? How? Started with 15 in it. I said, oh, man, you done sold your soul to them peoples. Now, it ain't gonna mean nothing today. They put some cold water on that shit on purpose. When they wanna get that nigga back in line, they not gonna do nothing but pull the motherfucker back out and say, hey, we gonna relook at this case. This is how they work. Niggas dick is getting them, like, niggas dicks is causing them to lose every motherfucking thing. Discipline. This is the importance of the standard of discipline, but this is the importance of marriage. 95% of our people's problems would not be there if they were married. Living righteous, living harmless, right? Because some people, when they hear the term righteous, they think religious. On this platform, beloved, when we say righteous, we mean harmless. You just harmless. You ain't. You can't harm. You don't harm a soul. You move with your family. You're good. This is why we respect LeBron so much on this platform. He do some funny shit with small hats sometimes too. But he has the image of being harmless. And beloved, we can thank Savannah for that. We're going to leave it there. Right? We're going to leave it there. This is just something to say. God damn, dog. When you wanted to do something for your people, huh? You just something... You had a wake-up call. You're going to look out for your folks and she No, you ain't. Not with goddamn... Uh-uh. They didn't build you up. You're going to... They built you up to build them up. They didn't build you up so you can build your own people up. They don't let... They don't let niggas pull other niggas up out the, out the mud. They don't do that. You're going to keep them rich. And when you want to help out your own, they're going to remove you from the front and put your replacement there in no time. Our salvation and the only salvation we have on this land is separating from the devil. Peace and black power to your family. Love, we thank you guys so much for listening and hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Conscious One Podcast. This is your brother V, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. Peace is more peace.
listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.